Welcome to our first episode of the Parkview Equipping Families podcast. Our topic, doing devotions with your kids. Here's our Parkview Children's Ministry Director, Rhonda Crosser. All right. I am here with Ione Foster, the wife of Dave Foster. And Ione, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I guess uh, I would say that uh, Dave and I have been married now for 37 years and yeah. been in the ministry um, almost all that time. Uh, yeah, definitely all that time. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have three daughters, and all three are now married. Uh, one has had twins. Another is expecting here after Christmas. And the third one is expecting the other two to have the fourth one before she's going to have any children. <laughs> all right. So we were just talking a little bit about establishing um, devotions and getting that rhythm started with our with our kids. And so I guess the first question I would ask is, why did you choose to have devotions with your children daily? Okay, this is um, a thing that Dave and I do a lot. We we uh, as we anticipated having children, we would sit down and discuss on a date night um, what would our expectations of our children be? And what was one of our goals for our kids to have Mm -hmm. uh, by the time that they were 18? And one of those goals was that they would be uh, used to and desire to go to God for answers to questions and for help in decisions they make. And we felt that uh, in order for them to trust in God for all of that, they needed to be in the Word and already knowing how to trust Him uh, even before they were able to go out on their own. Yes, that's that's wonderful. Like that's amazing um, to have that foresight to think through. I wish I would have had that foresight before I had kids. Um, so, what age did you begin, or at what point did you start doing the practical devotion part with them? All right, I would say that um, we did two different things. David did the family devotion. Okay. Oh, okay, so that means that we would meet as a, a group in the living room and he'd read a passage or talk about a passage or a Bible story with the kids when they were younger and um, do that. And, and that changed over the years in what he did till right. when they were high schoolers and he was just asking questions like, who are you reaching out to today? Who do, who do we want to pray for? Um, and we might read books that, that would challenge them, like the book, uh, How to Do Hard Things okay. and uh, so forth. So it wasn't always um, uh, verses, but more than not, it was scripture. Um, but when they were very young, I was the one who was teaching them how to have their own personal devotions. So Dave would do his thing and then I would do mine. And what I did is started when they were um, just beginning to read, as they were learning to read sentences. I got the Bible that just has sentences, one sentence per page. And I would have them sounded out with me and so forth. I did this with each one individually because kids love to cuddle with mom. Uh And so I wanted them uh, to do this independent of the other other children. So they knew this was their personal time with God. And for the first few years, personal time with God and mom. And so I walked them through the process. We would read one story, might be four sentences, and look at the pictures. And we'd talk about them and what they meant. 
And so then they would begin to tell me what they meant, and then I would talk more about it. And that varied from age to age. Uh, we would get little tougher Bibles for children, longer passages, maybe a paragraph on a page rather than just a sentence, until eventually, I think in third grade, they were reading a children's Bible that was you know, pretty much chapter-based. Okay. Um, I started reading my Bible on my own in third grade. And so I felt like if I could do it at third grade, they probably could. And so by third grade, they uh, I no longer read with them. I just did that until third grade. Okay. Um, and then once they were in third grade, they read on their own. But I was still kind of guiding it in that I gave them a reading plan. And they actually checked off along with other things they did uh, if they've done their Bible reading that day. And, of course, that was encouraged to include prayer and, and uh, whatever I wanted them to do along with the reading of that chapter. Um, so they just had to show me they were reading by putting a check mark, And that was what we did. Um, the other thing was I read my Bible in front of them at the table, at the dining room table. So they all had their devotions at the dining room table as well. Um, we didn't run off to do our <clears throat> devotions quietly away from everyone. Everyone could see when they were reading. And that way we respected them, didn't interrupt them. This was their Bible time and their prayer time. But uh, I wanted to model it for them. So I always had my devotions in front of them. I did also model that there are times you go in your bedroom, close the door and pray if something's really upsetting you. Yeah. And so they knew they could go do that as well. That's awesome. Um, oh, I should say junior high, they, I didn't design, design anything. I let them pick their Bible plan from their Bible. They were now able to read the regular Bible, not a children's Bible. And I just let them run with it. So they checked off their Bible, whether they read chapters, they chose what they wanted to read and so forth. And I no longer checked in on them or they did not have to make a check mark to show me they've done it. Okay. So then up to junior high, what kind of reading plan did you do? Um, like, I, I know I wrote it down, yeah. but, um, I, I, that's an interesting thing. Like, did you come up with your own reading plan or did you? No, I let them, but there's reading plans that were in their student Bible. So, okay. like, you could read the Bible through, you could do the Old Testament, New Testament, a little bit of each, whatever, and I kind of walked through that with them, what was at the front of their Bible, the different choices of reading plans, and then they picked one, and okay. then they did it, and I did not um, check up on them, um, I just observed that they were reading their Bibles at the dining room table, and so that was all they had to do. High school, um, they were doing it all on their own, we never even discussed it. And to this day, they still are reading their Bibles. What an awesome, that's just awesome to see the legacy that you guys built. Um, so what encouragement can you give to parents who are, whether they're young or they're, they have older children and they want to start establishing that? What Can you give us some encouragement, some positive words? <laughs> well, the one thing that really motivates me is because I did it. Mm-hmm. and because I love going to God for answers, and yeah. I love studying his word and knowing who he is. Um, I wanted my kids to see that. I had taught junior high for many years, and I was always trying to get them to read their Bibles, and there was one uh, time when I was asking a child why she didn't want to read her Bible, and she said, well, you say that I have to, but I've never seen my parents read their Bibles. 
And so she just un- immediately said it, it is not necessary to be a Christian. And so I do believe that we do what we think is important. And if we think reading the Bible is important, then then we'll do it. Mm-hmm. If we don't think it's important, we won't do it. And so I guess the best thing is to get going on it ourselves and realize what... Um, what blessings we receive from it and how it just helps us direct us and, and make good choices and that God really is involved in our daily day-to-day life and that uh, the joy of serving him is exceeds any joy that we can manufacture on our own. And so because of that, uh, because I believed in it, I really wanted my kids to be doing it automatically on their own so they too could have the same thing I had. Yeah, I love it. I think that's that's awesome. I we I grew up where everybody did it on their own, but there's mm-hmm. something about seeing a parent do it that is more pressing. Like I can remember more of the times my parents reading, seeing them do their own quiet time rather than they just, oh yeah, we already had it. So mm-hmm. I think that's a great point and I love that. Um something that I was really convicted of a couple of years ago that I was like, oh, yeah, I'm telling my kids to read their Bible and they're never seeing me read mine, but I do it on my own time. But mm-hmm. I think it's important for them to see. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Thank you so much for coming and sharing with us. And I'm glad to do it. And I look forward to hearing from other people later. <laughs> yes.